I'm Jason Ariola, and this is Rock Out with your card out. going back to not an old favorite but um well you'll see what i mean in a minute here so the game we're going to be listening to this week is bioship paladin otherwise known as space battleship gamora it originally released sometime in 1990 for the arcade and then september 30th 1991 for the mega drive uh never actually left japan except unofficially of course with the arcade cabinets coming out uh, the original composer is Yoshio Nagashima, and the arranger on the Genesis version is Masato Takahashi. Uh, this game was developed by UPL, the same developer of Atomic Robo Kid. See episode 48. So, yeah. Um, still kind of disappointed that uh, nobody uh, nobody stepped up to the plate on coming up with a new arrangement for Atomic Robo Kid soundtrack, because, yeah, there's a lot of farty things. But um, this, uh, this fared much, much better. So why don't we uh, go ahead and dig into the two composers here. Nagashima would also work on Gamola Speed for the PC Engine, Atomic Robo Kid, the arcade version of Acrobat Mission, and UPL's last game, Kotetsu Yosai Strahl. He would work on the music for Athena's Biometal for the Super Nintendo, JJ Squawker for the arcade, Dezemon 3D, and Super Polin for the Nintendo 64. He's got one other credit with the Saturn game Battle Monsters, which was developed by Scarab. Uh, Super Polin is the last thing I could find that he worked on as far as games related. According to his Twitter profile, he had a stroke in 2018, and that severely incapacitated him. Uh, but good news, uh, he's since rehabilitated enough to start working on music again. And if you go to his Twitter profile, which I will plug in the show notes, you can actually check out uh, his new song. It's, so yeah, it's kind of cool. I think I'm going to... Yeah, see if I can buy that and just go with that because, hey, you know, I, he made a bunch of music for, not a bunch, but I mean, he's made some music that I like, so, but hey, you know, just, he seems to have had a rough go of it, so why not support the guy, right? Anyway, uh, moving on to talking about Masato Takahashi. Takahashi would work on the sound of the FM Towns version of Ultima 5, Warriors of Destiny, the X68000 version of Shanghai 2, Dragon's Eyes, the Sega CD version of Illusion City, Gane Toshi, and Lincoln Liver Story. Don't ask, I don't know. He'd also work on the design and programming of Slayers for the Super Nintendo and programming on Mobile Suit Gundam Crossfire for the PS3, as well as the marketing on Metamore, Jupiter, Brandish, Zen Niho Joshi Pro Wrestling, Queen of Queens, and Private Eye Doll. He had a large gap in credits after working on Lincoln Liver's story in 1996 until Gundam Crossfire came out in 2006, and from there I can't find anything else on him, uh, so here's just hoping he's retired and, and is enjoying his life somewhere. So for this episode, what we're going to do is listen to both the arcade and Genesis version. So what we'll do is I'll play the arcade version first, come back, uh, we can talk about it a little bit, and then go to the Genesis version. And then we've got two arranged tracks that actually came from the CD soundtrack of this that are based off of the arcade version of it. So here is the first track from the arcade version, and that is Ruins, which is the theme for stages one and six. 
All right, personally, my favorite version of that track, it, I think it's largely dependent on what kind of music you grew up listening to, and if you, uh, or not if you, but your tolerances for the arcade sounds of the like very early 90s, and uh, that is right up my alley, baby. All right, next up is the Genesis version. I think the one advantage the Genesis version has over the arcade version is it sounds a little bit more sinister, which, you know, I think it could work pretty well as far as, like, atmosphere stuff goes. But, yeah, all in all, I would say the arcade version wins out on that one. So, anyway, here is the arranged version now.
Not really sure how I feel about that one. It just, the piano thing is kind of cool, but at the same time, it feels very, um, maybe a little too much of the era, you know, in a way, as far as like electronic like rearrangements go. Just like, oh, throw a little piano in there to make it feel a little bit more melancholy and morose or something like that. Yeah, so. Anyway, next up is Field, and that is the arcade version, of course, and that is the Stage 2, 4, and 9 theme. For the most part, I like it, except the um, kind of the drum thing and then the guitar sounding thing just it cut off too much and really kind of hit it home. But it's all synthetic stuff there. It's I don't mind the sound, but when it cuts off so abruptly, it just sort of just I don't know, doesn't hit quite right. So anyway, let's see how the Genesis version fares on that.
I would say probably uh, infinitely worse. That uh, that version's not pretty, is it? I don't. I feel like I should throw it in there. Okay, l- listen. Here's the thing. If you're listening to this and you're like, Jason, why did you put that in there if it was not great? Uh, hit me up. Okay. I'm I'm curious. Like, if I want to do these comparison episodes, I would like to know if there's a really like not great version of a track. You just are like, yeah, you can just tell me it's not great, and I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it just one of those things of like, I don't know if I really want to subject you guys to listening to it, because boy, I didn't appreciate listening to that. So anyway, uh, here is the final arranged version, and that is again for Field. They really went for an entirely different feel for the arranged version of these tracks. Like, it doesn't really seem to mesh at all with the uh, original intent, but I mean, I guess that's what they're arranged for. They're, you know, remixes. So yeah, maybe just deal with the Jason. Yeah, not really my thing, but hey, you know, maybe somebody enjoys it. I can't imagine somebody enjoyed the Genesis version of it, but you know, I thought, hey, this might be somebody's thing. All right, next up is Maze, which is the stage three and seven theme, and that is the arcade version up first.
All right, this I dig. It is very like rocking with a little bit of like an electronic feel to it. It just, yeah, kind of right up my alley of like stuff I'm interested in. All right, next up is the Genesis version. Let's see how this one does. Hopefully, hopefully better, huh? For the most part, I like it. There's this little, I don't know if you really caught it, but it's this like little boop, 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 sort of like percussive thing that goes on in the background at some points. And it's not, it's not bad. It's just like, what is that sound? It just feels like it shouldn't be there at times. And it just made me like wonder if like my brand new headphones are, uh, are fizzling out on me or something. All right. Next up is problem. And that is the theme for stages five and eight. And here's the arcade version. <laughs>
I've always liked that percussion thing, that do 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 thing, especially right there at the end. I don't, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's it makes me think of Mortal Kombat. I don't know, but yeah, all in all, again, nice kind of like just like a rock and riff to this thing, and yeah, hopefully the Genesis version can compete because hasn't it hasn't been bad, but except that one track, but it hasn't been great so far. So here, let's uh, let's see how we do. not bad it i want to say it almost feels like it has a little bit of an egyptian vibe to it i don't know what really makes me think that but there's something about it it just kind of uh hit me that way it's making me think that so anyway up next is the ending theme and this is the arcade version All in all, pretty happy with that. It's a nice ending theme. I enjoyed it. You can't expect much from an arcade game, I guess, because, you know, you just kind of pump quarters into it. But uh, let's see how the Genesis version does. I'll give you a little hint. It's a little longer anyway.
Yeah, so not really much to it. It's fine. It's like the little... It almost did the air horn thing. You know, that... Thing. Yeah, I, I'm not proud of that either. So, yeah. But yeah, all in all, not terrible. Not great. It's, it's fine. I definitely think the arcade version's got a leg up on everything here. So, what we're going to do is we're going to wrap up with three tracks that are unknown and were in the arcade ROM, apparently, and are just uh, sitting there unused, unfortunately, because some of them aren't too bad. Uh, but before we do that, I would like to get the Patreon stuff out of the way, because if you go to patreon.com slash gamesjunk, you can kick in a dollar and get a hearty thank you from me. And if you kick in three dollars, you will get the bonus episodes of Rock Out With Your Card Out, which are eh, typically about four to six hours worth of extra podcasts a month, because you get two of them. And and you get them on the first half of the month and the second half of the month. And they are me going back and looking at games that released for that half of the month in 1986, 1991, 1996, 2001, 2006, 2011, and 2016. So increments of five. And that'll change next year, obviously. And checking out some tracks from each of those um, each of those games. Or not each of those games. Some of those games. Yeah, because otherwise it would be an absurd amount. And then plus there's some I just can't find the soundtrack for the games online anywhere. So just sort of a moot point. Also, you will get bonus segments on Multimedia Failure, my video game movie podcast. Podcast, and you will get all the podcasts I do in a handy catch-all feed that is also at a higher quality audio rate, which is pretty important for a video game music podcast, right? Right. Plus, you get to hear my dulcet tones and much better audio quality. I don't know why I got a fake British or whatever accent that was supposed to be there for a second, but forgive me, please, if you were thinking about contributing, don't, don't let that affect that decision. <laughs> and also for $5 a month, you will get all the stuff I mentioned in the previous tier, as well as a shout out and thank you on the show. So I have to thank Vanessa Cahill, John Lucero, Alex Messenger, Josh Carpenter, Eric, and Nathan Cooper for doing this and justifying this to not only my loved ones, but myself sometimes because man, it feels like I'm talking to a void. <laughs> There's also a couple other tiers over there that you can check out, and yeah, if you want to be on the show, if you'd like to suggest an episode, there's a couple tiers there, and I'm more than open to ideas, too, if you'd like to come on the show or just want to request something for me to listen to or subject me to, because I haven't listened to it before. It's, there's a strong possibility. As much video game music as I listen to, there's t stuff every day I come across that I'm like, I've never heard of this game, so yeah. Alright, with that, let's just get back to the actual music here. So, here is the first unknown track. You know, outside of the little sort of sound, it almost sounds like a coin being inserted, basically, or the sound effect you get when you insert a coin. It, I don't understand why they left this on the cutter room floor. It's one of those things of like, you know, we've reused a lot of the music. Why don't we use these other three tracks that are just sitting here? No? Okay, then. It just seems like an odd decision. So, anyway, here's the second unknown track. 
Yeah, that's another one. I don't get it. There, I, that one, personally, I don't see anything wrong with it at all. It seems like it'd be a great fit for a stage or something. I just don't understand why this one, again, got left on the cutting room floor. It's not even there's that little, like, high-pitched chime in the last one that really bothers me like that. This one. But, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Here is the third one. Alright, this one, totally understand. Doesn't seem like it's much in the way of, as far as length goes, that you could really use it for anything outside of, like, a game over or continue screen. So, not really sure what the uh, what the deal was with that. So, anyway, hope you enjoyed that episode. It's one of those ones that I enjoyed putting together. It sometimes can be a little daunting to try and track down all this information, but as you know, or maybe you know from listening to the Games Junk Game Club, where I uh, normally go a little deeper on the history stuff, I tend to like digging into video game history, so it's kind of fun to kind of do this sort of stuff, and then make comparisons, and eh, you know, it's cool. Especially for like, I, I think it might be the thing to do going for. I think that might be the thing to do going forward with UPL games, if we do uh, too many more of them, because there aren't too many of them all total, but, you know, uh, is just do comparison tracks, because it seems to be a format that sort of works, especially um, with Atomic RoboKid, where I am still beseeching you to go listen to that episode, especially if you make music, and see if you can compose something with those, because, goddammit, there's some really good music in there, compositionally, just needs to be put on some hardware, or um, that works better, or just doesn't... Um, sound too farty maybe take out some of the farty noises there's a cut just go back and listen to that episode god i don't even want to think about it so anyway i uh, can't really think of anything else to say as usual go to uh go to the show notes and i've got all of the uh, patreon links and the social media stuff plugged in there so you can uh, just click on over without really having to think about it too much so i would really appreciate it if you go to patreon and support me because it's been a little while since i've got any, anybody new so I'd, uh, I'd like to see some new uh new support there because yeah why not who wouldn't yeah you know i I don't just do this for myself. I do this to kind of like expose cool music that maybe you've never heard before in video games. And I think I've done a fairly admirable job of that. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of stuff out there that you can check out. And, you know, we are what, 79 episodes into this podcast at this point. So, you know, that there's a, there's a lot of stuff out there. Like, uh, I'm just trying to think of something off the top of my head. That's really weird. Um, how about the Super Mario Land arranged one? That's a strange album that uh, I feel like not a whole hell of a lot of people know exists. And, you know, eh, Super Mario Land's got a pretty dope soundtrack and the arrangements on there are pretty damn good, too. And somebody I uh, noticed on the uh, VGM vinyl group I'm a part of on Facebook uh, reprinted that, uh, supposedly, maybe, or printed that on vinyl in one shape or another. And, uh, yeah, I'm debating on getting a copy because I think it'd be cool to have. But at the same time, my vinyl shelf is filling up and I don't think I can justify getting another one to my wife because because I don't think she'd be too happy about me uh, overloading the house with vinyl, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, that'll wrap up this episode of Rocket With Your Card Out. Again, thanks for listening. Go to Patreon, support me over there. If you can't do that, um, tell, tell a friend. Tell a friend about this show, and uh, tell them how wonderful of a guy I am, or some such nonsense. I don't know. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Great! I knew that groove was in your heart.